What's up everybody? Welcome back to the second ever episode of the Didn't Ask podcast. Last time I had a blast. Thank you if you've listened to it. If you've not, go back. It's a fun episode. Today I got five uh, questions from Ask Reddit uh, ready for you and one question from the Am I the Asshole subreddit. I'm looking forward to this. Last week was a blast. Um, so yeah, I think that this one is gonna be pretty good too. So let's jump right into the first question uh, from the Ask Reddit Reddit. Uh, the question was asked by Scotty Gbird, and he asks, or they ask, in your opinion, what is the most perfect movie ever? After thinking shortly about it, I think my answer has to be Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is such a special movie to me because not only is it like the first black Spider-Man on on the silver screen, it also is a movie that's chock full of enemies and villains and uh, and even chock full of Spider-Man. Yet, it's super easy to get your mind around it. It's really great how quickly they get you into the flow of who Spider-Man is and what his abilities are. Of course, everybody knows who Spider-Man is at this point. My little niece that's three years old knows who Spider-Man is and loves Spider-Man. And Spider-Man is one of her favorite superheroes. But then again, it introduces... Peter Porker, a.k.a. Spider-Pig. It introduces the noir uh, Spider-Man. It introduces uh, Penny Parker, the more anime uh, Spider-Man. And there are so many things in that movie, yet you still uh, are surprised by everything that happens in that movie. For no reason whatsoever, I, I basically forgot that the Prowler was, uh, spoiler alert, um, that the Prowler is uh, Miles' uncle. And I, I knew this going into the movie, yet when the reveal came in the movie, I was shocked for some sort of reason. I was just like, wait, what? Oh my god, it's his uncle. And stuff like that, it just makes the movie so good. And... and that's why I think it's one of the most perfect movies there has ever been. Um, and again, with that, the storyline, it also adds the great visual uh, effects of the movie. The art style is so cool and so unique, um, especially at the time, that there is nothing like it. Now, uh, there are some more uh, movies and TV shows and stuff like that coming out that have a similar art style. Uh, For example, there's an episode of uh, Love, Death and uh, Robots uh, on Netflix. Uh, I'm not sure which episode it is precisely, um, but in that episode, they basically have a similar art style to what uh, Into the Spider-Verse is. But especially, like I said, at the time, it was such a unique art style um, and it it plays so well with the concept of what it is. It's a comic book movie, so the art style is super comic booky without actually making it a comic book. So um, yeah, uh, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse is actually, in my opinion, one of the most perfect movies ever made. Um, 
besides that, I also one of my favorite movies is La La Land. Um, so I have to give a shout out to that movie because to me that movie is pretty perfect. Um, even though many people um, criticize it for it being for it not being a um, a good musical or not being a good musical movie, it's more a musical with um, a movie with musical numbers in it. Yet, to me, it's such a special uh, movie because it shows you what people want in their lives and think that they um, that they belong together. But actually, they realize that no, they don't belong together. They be maybe they belong together for a certain part of their lives. They needed each other for a certain part of their lives. But beyond that, um, there is no real reason for them. So at the end of the movie, you see that the two main characters don't end up together. And that's something that you don't really see in many movies. Um, so that's what makes it special to me. And that's what makes the movie such a perfect movie. And I grew up loving movies like High School Musical and like Disney movies as a whole. And Disney movies as a whole, like most of them are musicals. Uh, think of all the, the princess movies and yeah, like I said, High School Musical. Um, and all of those things combined for me and grow up, uh, that grown up uh, is basically La La Land. So if you ask me what the most the two most perfect movies are to me, uh, I would say Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and La La Land. So thank you, Scotty G. Uh, Bird, for that question. Um, let's move on to the next one. The next, the next question uh, was asked by think underscore back four three four six. And they ask, what do you miss the most about life pre-COVID? Um, and for me, it's, it's, it's a hard one. Um, COVID has been with us for a year now, for over a year, um, for some. It's been really hard some days. Um, especially, like, I love going to the movies, um, watching mostly Marvel movies because they release those every fucking month. Um, so that's one thing I really miss, just going to a movie, uh, going to a cinema, watching the movie, and then, you know, going for lunch after or something like that. Um, that's something I I really miss. Um, I think also the, the spontaneity that you could do things um, has really gone away right now it's like you know i cannot really go see my grandparents i may have to make sure that okay according to the rules there's only one person day allowed to visit somebody else um so i have to make sure that i call preferably a couple of days beforehand so i can be like hey i'm coming over this day is that okay is nobody else coming mm, anything like that um, also the spontaneity with just going shopping right now it's really hard to just go shopping because some shops aren't open um, and some shops only uh, allow you inside when you have um, an appointment um, so sometimes it's just really hard for example like if I 
um, need something for my PC or you know you think like oh I, I, I like to play a game or whatever and the latter is not that important but you cannot just walk to a store and get what you need and that's something that's really annoying um, especially because sometimes you just need something real quick um, it may be like cleaning products or I don't know um, maybe it's like something simple as socks um, and those are just things that you cannot get at certain stores or maybe you don't like the quality or the fit or whatever so those things are just really hard so to me I think the most the the thing I missed most about life pre-covid is just right now at least is the spontaneity so just going to do something when you want to do that thing um, and not necessarily like having to plan that out weeks up front um, we have a store here and it's called Action um, it's basically like a combination between like a Dollar Tree and a Target type thing so it, it, it mostly leaning toward the Dollar Tree uh, but it's just like a store that has basically everything you would need um, on short notice um, it's not really like a supermarket type thing it's more like a convenience store but you know they have other things too um, and that store it's just it just basically has everything you possibly could need on a day-to-day -day basis from food to clothing to um, you know electronic uh, accessories and stuff like that and sometimes it's like for example it's like you you have a HDMI cable uh, connected to your PlayStation and that some all of a sudden just breaks and you don't have an HDMI cable at home normally speaking you would just go to the action and then buy an HDMI cable right now that's sadly not an option so things like that are just really annoying um, and it have, have you go out of your way to get certain things so you could get a HDMI cable at a local store or a supermarket or whatever um, and the local store actually you can't because they're closed um, but like I said there is just no way for you to just be like oh damn I forgot the HDMI cable let me or my HDMI cable broke let me get one um, it's not that easy sadly and uh, some stores or uh, over like same day pickup but sometimes <clears throat> excuse me uh, sometimes that doesn't work or it takes a couple of hours more than would usually take so um, yeah that's mostly what I hate the most so basically just to summarize this all I basically hate just not having the spontaneity that you would normally have normally you would just be able to go to a store on a whim uh, and right now that's sadly not an option thanks again think underscore four three four six for your question Let's go to the next question. What's that one book that absolutely changed your life? And this one was asked by uh, Femclaw. 
over on the Ask Reddit subreddit. Um, and I wasn't much of a reader when I was a kid. I and still have some issues with reading. So um, reading wasn't the first thing I jumped to in my off time, especially because um, I've been a gamer I, basically all my life, thanks to my dad who had a PlayStation 1 and then bought a PlayStation 2 and I got a PC that was pretty good um, at the time. So I was just playing everything and I was enjoying my life uh, that way. And like I said, because of I had uh, trouble with reading, it was really hard to go into reading. Um, and it was just basically like an annoyance because I was terrible at reading. And especially when you had like those read tests at school, um, I would always just make up words. And I don't know why I did that. I don't know why that happened, but that was just something that happened. Um, so yeah, reading wasn't one of my favorite things to do. Uh, luckily, in the last year, uh, I've been picking up reading uh, some more, and I've read a lot of books now, uh, most of them being Star Wars books or wrestling-related books, because I love wrestling and I love Star Wars. But the one book that um, basically yeah changed my life, I could say that, is I Might Regret This by Abby Jacobson. Um, Abby Jacobson, of course, um, known from uh, her TV show, uh, Broad City. Um, and in the book, she basically describes uh, a road trip she took when she was done filming uh, Broad City in New York um, and had to go back to Los Angeles, where she lives. Um, and in the book, like I said, she, she describes just the whole road trip from beginning to end, but also the, um, the change of mind that she, that she, um, that she has while doing the road trip. Um, before she went on that road trip, she broke up with her girlfriend at a time. Um, and it just put her in such a weird position and that she didn't really know what she wanted to do and what she you know what what her place in life was basically and through this road trip she actually found that she she discovered herself um and that at in her mid 30s i believe that she took this road trip or some like early 30s mid 30s i think something like that don't hate me abby i love you um but to me, that book was an example of what, you know, li that life isn't um, planned out for you. And me as an early 20-year, like I stress a lot about career and life and whatnot. So it's on one side very comforting to... Um, see that a successful person uh, or at least in my eyes a successful person a person that has her own tv show that's you know broadcasted around the globe actually doesn't really know what she is doing at certain times and that she actually doesn't know where life will take her and even with her being famous and like i said 
quote unquote successful, she has a lot of issues, um, and it uh, humanizes her, um, and that was something that really stuck with me. And the other thing that really stuck with me uh, was the fact that she um, she doubted herself uh, for finding love, and as somebody who has never really um, had a serious relationship ever um it was also basically like i said comforting again to see that she um you know as a successful woman as a um, mid 30 year old woman didn't doesn't really know her way her way in life and her way in love and like i said again that's something that really stuck with me because it's something that you know i don't want necessarily want to say society put on yourself on you but it is something that people expect from you people expect that you have a family that you you have a kid or you know at least a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whoever um in your life a significant other i should say and that's something that basically you know pressures me in a way because i see my friends um be in relationships and some of them in really successful relationships uh, yet i am here not really having had a relationship ever um you know and it just right now it's the turning point where i was just like man I, I feel kind of useless and the, this book showed me that hey even a woman that's 35 year old um, 35 years old hasn't figured everything out yet we everybody's on their different timelines and for some people they fall in love when they're 15 and are still together when they're 65 and for other people's it come uh, you know it comes at at 30. Uh, they find a real love, um, you know, and then stay married till they're till they're dead. Or others, it you know, they fall in love when they're twenty, and then they fall out of love when they're twenty-five, and then the whole riddle starts again. Um, so, yeah, I might regret this. Is one of my favorite books. It's the only book I've read twice. Um, so that says a lot. And I, I really love that book. That book is absolutely amazing. Um, so yeah, that's that's the book that really changed my life. Uh, so thank you, uh, Abby Jacobson. Um, and that question was from Femclaw on the Ask Reddit subreddit. Moving on to uh, the next question asked by A underscore bit underscore drunk. What ridiculous thing do people brag about for some reason? And I have actually heard people brag about them getting speeding tickets. Um, and that's one of the things where I'm just like, why? Why would you brag about getting speeding tickets? It's such a weird thing. First off, you have to pay for the ticket. So it's not actually like cheap or something like that. Or, or you know, you're like you're spending money on something that shouldn't be happening in the first place second of in many situations you are endangering other people 
So why would you brag about getting speeding tickets? Because like I said, you're endangering other people and you'll have to pay for the ticket. What's wrong? Like, th this question is going to be a very short one for me. But it's such a weird thing to me to brag about. Like, again, what's wrong with you? What What's going on? Uh, why would you brag about getting a speeding ticket? Because there is no pro in this situation. They're all cons. So, yeah, that's basically the long and short of this question. Thanks, uh, A underscore bit underscore drunk for this question, but... Yeah, that, that would be my answer, uh, speeding tickets. That's a weird thing to brag about. Moving on to the final Ask Reddit question for today. And this one has been asked by uh, user tumble underscore weed underscore 22. And they ask, who is the most attractive individual you've ever seen in person? And... I have to say this, like uh, I've referred to this uh, last week in the first podcast. So if you have not listened to that, please go listen to that. Um, you can find it in this feed. If you found this one, it should be there. Otherwise, you can go to anchor.fm slash didn't dash ask dash pod. Uh, that's P-O-D. Um, and... Um, as I mentioned last time, I mentioned that I met some famous people um, when I went to um, SummerSlam last, uh, I want to say last year, but we've been in Corona times for the past year. So it was the year before that, 2019. Uh, I traveled to Toronto uh, to see SummerSlam and be there for his whole SummerSlam week. And there I met Rene Paquette. Uh, formerly known as Renee Young, um, also known as Renee Good, whoever you want to call her. Um, and when I met her, immediately I was smitten. She is absolutely stunning. She's one of the prettiest females, uh, like person, female, people, I should say, I have ever met in my life. I don't know what it is. But she's just gorgeous. She's absolutely perfect. Um, you know, it's... I don't know why, but... I, I always, you know, appreciated her beauty. She's a, she's very pretty on TV. You know, she's very talented. So I really liked her. Um, but when I saw her in person, I was completely lost. I was lost for words. She's such a beautiful person just to look at so i was absolutely stunned when she uh so i was absolutely stunned when i when i saw her and i got to meet her say hi to her and even got to take a a, a picture with her um so i'm very happy with that and that picture is on my wall right now um i also use it um you know on on certain social media platforms because I just love that picture um, and there are certain things when I you know take pictures of myself I go like oh I don't like this picture so much and I wouldn't post this or whatever but that picture I find myself to look pretty good 
and of course like i said i'm with renee uh, paquette uh, who is an absolute knockout so i'm very happy that i got to meet her and i have that picture with her and that i have that memory of her because she is not only super nice but she's also gorgeous to look at so thanks renee for that memory and for being such a beautiful 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 person on the inside and the outside going on to the final question of today and this one comes from am i the asshole this question was asked by a patient hippo a patient underscore hippo underscore eight four zero seven and they ask am i the asshole for suggesting my wife consider a new therapist here we go oh boy here we go if my wife has one big flaw it's jealousy she has areas in life she doesn't feel she measures up her career personal projects and looks and if someone in her life succeeds in one of these areas uh, and outdoes her she's outwardly congratulatory but inside she's grieving uh, her own lack of accomplishment for instance she's been overweight out of shape her whole life but when person x runs a marathon something she's never wanted to do to begin with she still feels unworthy it really prevents her from being happy in life so six months ago she finally decided to seek therapy she found a skype therapist and really enjoys the sessions and things have changed a lot the therapist is really big on self-compassion being kind to yourself choosing things that bring you joy etc my wife is hard on herself so this all sounded great but i feel like things have been taken to an extreme she has distanced herself from a ton of people in her life including close family members and friends due to their successes she claims being kind to herself means avoiding their accomplishments she no longer tries at any of the hobbies she wanted to achieve in she spends her evenings after work watching tv eating junk food etc she's choosing joy but to me she doesn't seem all that happy it just seems like she's trying to protect herself from the world and her therapist is encouraging it so what she told me she decided to stop writing her biggest dream in life because she'll never finish the novel i suggested a new therapist this ended in an argument and she's not really speaking to me right now am i the asshole um, and right now a, a patient underscore hippo underscore 8407 I can tell you you are not the asshole in this situation um, we're talking about your wife here and again in a relationship the most important thing is communication so if you are not communicating something to your wife um, and actually keeping secrets in this case um, it can only work at the detriment of your relationship with your wife um, so when you see that your wife is basically going downhill in her health and in her life itself it's very important to say something about that so are you the asshole of course not you just want the best thing for your life uh, and for your wife um, and when you see that your wife is 
basically turning into a slob and isolating herself from the you know from the outside that's really bad and that shouldn't be happening especially when it's encouraged by a therapist that shouldn't be happening a therapist should indeed like you like she's saying um be advising self uh compassion you know you need to be there for yourself but that doesn't mean that you have to you know close yourself off from from everything else because that's not really how the world works sadly uh, for some people in this case i guess but yeah like in life you're gonna have you know the ups and downs the ups and downs um and in this case it's not really even an up and a down because it's not necessarily attracted to your wife it's talking about somebody else and that's what she attracts to herself so no uh patient hippo you are not the asshole it's good that you said something to your wife um you say that this ended up in an argument the question always is is like how did you bring it to your wife but in the grand scheme of things no you're not the asshole your wife is clearly having some issues um with her you know self-worth and her image um and it seems like she didn't end up in the middle of the spectrum she just went the complete opposite way where before she went to therapy she was just a mess because everything that the other people did made her feel sad and now it's like she went the complete opposite way and now everything whatever everybody else is doing doesn't care her her much um and that resulted in her becoming a yeah, like i said a slob because she, like, like you are pointing out she's watching tv eating junk food and giving up on her biggest dream uh of becoming a writer and that's yeah that's really sad um and of course dreams change for some people um for me too but it this doesn't seem healthy in any way um in a mental way but also in a physical way it doesn't seem healthy so it's good that you said that she might need to look at a new therapist uh, and i hope she looks into that and maybe just goes and you know have a therapy session with another therapist to see um where the issues actually lay um and you know hopefully she figures it out and she can see that hey this person said this while the other person said that so maybe i need to listen to the new therapist instead of the old one and that's it for this episode uh, for this week. Uh, thanks everybody for joining us, for joining me. Um, and uh, like I said before, if you have any questions, send them to podcast at tetecreative.nl um, or go to anchor.fm slash didn't dash ask dash bot that's pod um, and submit your questions there because i will see them if you uh, submit them on uh, the anchor page um, you might also be able to get to that page through the um, 
subscription feed um, in your app of choice. Not fully sure about that. We'll look into that to make sure that next week we got that all ironed out. Um, again, thanks for uh, listening. And I will see you back for a new episode next week. Goodbye, guys.